Welcome to Taylor's Table, a podcast where we talk about what's cooking in the kitchen and in life. Taylor's Table is a production of Boss Pods Network, a division of Glades Media Radio Group. Welcome back to the table. Appreciate you joining me today. So the last few episodes, we have been conversing about all kinds of different stuff, right? We've talked about reading, cooking, camping, yoga, fitness, health, and everything in between. But today's episode, we're going to talk about something that is very much a huge part of all of our lives. Whether you are somebody who likes to cook, likes to read, likes sports, whether you're a mom, dad, sister, brother, regular old person. And we are going to talk about relationships. And I don't want to say just relationships in the sense of like romantic relationships. I mean, all kinds of relationships, right? With your coworkers, your friends, your family, and the people that you just see on a day-to-day basis, right? The people that you see in the grocery store, maybe you go to a gym class, maybe you're part of a book club. You have those individuals in your life too, whether you call them friends or acquaintances. But relationships are basically what the entire world is built upon, the relationships between countries and cities and the people who are a part of these places. And I think that sometimes, especially with the world of technology and social media, we can sometimes be disconnected from some of our relationships. And I think that it is very important to remember that our health is directly tied to the relationships that we have. The research suggests that people we surround ourselves with have a huge impact on not only our physical health, but our psychological health. Relationships allow us to interact socially, and additional research also shows that the support we receive can decrease risks of heart attacks, decline in cognition, depression, and anxiety. So last episode, we talked about health and mental health, and it's important to remember that your relationships directly affect your mental health. And like I said, not just your mental health, but also your physical and psychological health. I have seen studies stating that people who are depressed are more likely to have Alzheimer's and dementia. Um, And of course, there's like the other side of that, that if you have Alzheimer's or dementia, you typically are depressed as well. And I think that... You know, I mentioned before about depression and talking to somebody, and I think it is very much important to have relationships with people that you feel like you can talk to, that you feel like you can be honest and open with. And sometimes it's difficult to really kind of sift through the relationships in your life to figure out what level it is for certain people, right? So for instance... I'm a very open person. Most of the individuals that I talk to on a day-to-day basis, you know, I'm very open about my experiences. I'm very open about my opinions, but I'm also very compassionate to other people's thoughts and feelings. And I try to empathize with whatever they're going through. And one of the biggest things that I've tried really hard, especially in the last five plus years, is to not always offer advice um, and to try to be really more of an active listener, you know, instead of just waiting for your turn to respond. And I think that a lot of times in relationships, sometimes we can want to help the other person so much that we forget about asking them what they really need from the situation because it's going to be different. And that's the other part about relationships that is so difficult is the fact that you have to maneuver through them through whatever you're going through, the other person, what's going through in the world, And also your perception and the experiences that you have that allow you to perceive things a certain way. So we all are going to perceive things differently. Like, for instance, a text message. Okay, you can read a text message and you can see maybe, you know, that person for a long time. You can kind of get the tone from that person. But not everybody reads like that. Not everybody has a tone. You know, some people have, you know, just a very monotone situation where like anything they say, it's very cut and dry. And then some people are very emotional with their um, 
conversations and their words. And I think that it's important to always kind of take a step back from that and not get so caught up in what it said point blank, but also taking into uh, into consideration other factors, right? If they're at work, if they've been upset lately, if they've had stressful situations happen, or, you know, maybe they didn't get a good night's sleep last night. Like there's so many other things and there's a book called the four agreements and it, I love it. it. One of the big things is do not take things personal and, um, don't make assumptions. Like those two, I think go hand in hand. And I think that it is very much important when you're in relationships, when you're developing relationships to remember those two, right? Don't make assumptions and don't take anything personal because a lot of the times things that we, or situations that we put ourselves in with relationships, um, sometimes can actually be a mirror of our own selves. It can be a reflection of whatever it is that we're going through. And if something is triggering us that other people are doing, it could also be directly tied to something we're not necessarily happy with ourselves. And we're going to talk about projecting in relationships a little later on. But I want to ask you a question. What does a meaningful relationship mean to you? What does a true friend look like to you? And how do you want to be supported by your friends, family, coworkers, your partner, whichever? Like really just take a moment and ask yourself those questions. You don't have to answer them right away, but really start to ponder those and ask yourselves, am I cultivating meaningful relationships with the people in my life? Am I codependent on the people in my life? Do I have a hard time doing things by myself? Do I always need somebody to help me? Do you almost feel isolated? Like, you know, the exact opposite of codependent. You're too independent. You don't like to ask for help. You don't like other people to do things for you. You want to be the one doing things for everybody else. And you directly associate your independence with being able to do things by yourself. And I think that it's very important to remember that you can be independent and still rely on others. Okay. So just like put that in the brain. (laughs) I can be independent and I can also rely on others. Say that to yourself over and over and over again until you remember it and believe it. Because I am still very much a chronic, um, like somebody who never used to ask for help. But now I'm getting a lot better at that because I realize that it is healthy. I'll repeat that. It is healthy to lean on others especially if you have these meaningful relationships in your life, if you have these people in your life. So with that being said, let's talk about some ways on how to build a meaningful relationship. So first off, you want to start with honesty. That's like the big one right there. Okay. You want to be honest to the people you're around. You don't want to sugarcoat stuff. I mean, I understand you have to be compassionate sometimes, and sometimes you do need to kind of add a little filter, right? Ask yourself the question, is this going to do more harm than good? But you still need to be honest. You need to be vulnerable and you need to have openness in relationships. You have to be able to communicate. That's a huge one as well. And that can be very difficult. But let me just say this. It's easier for you to say, hey, communicating is difficult for me than it is to not do that and have to deal with all of the repercussions, all of the arguments and all of the disagreements than if you were just very clear and honest saying, hey, I have trouble communicating sometimes that could be like already at the forefront. And then it's already laid out about yourself, right? Being mindful of other people's needs, finding common interests, asking worthwhile questions, right? Not just asking, you know, how are you? Asking some, you know, some deep dive stuff. And do you feel comfortable diving deep into those conversations with that person? That's another one. A lot of the times relationships and meaningful relationships, ones that are really like, you know, through and through trusting, you feel held by that person, you know, it could happen very quickly and it could take time. 
especially depending on the other person. Maybe you're somebody who's very extroverted. Maybe you're somebody who talks a lot, who has a lot of feelings and you have no problem communicating that. But if you have a friend who's not like that, you have to be patient with them and realize that they're on their own journey and you have to understand, okay, just because I'm like this doesn't mean I need to expect that action from them because they're not like me and we are both different. And by having that meaningful relationship with that person, you are accepting that and you are being mindful of that. Okay. Not saying that you can't feel however you feel. It can be frustrating, obviously, but you need to be mindful of that. And it's something you already know. You're already aware of it. So it's like, okay, how are we going to handle this? How are we going to get Tina to open up at book club? I don't know, just different things like that, because it can be frustrating for people who do find communicating easy and people who don't. And that's one of the big things in relationship is being able to figure out how you communicate. So when we come back, we're going to dive a little bit deeper on your relationships and how to make them more meaningful and how to stop projecting. Be sure to check out our great podcast on hefepods.com. That's spelled J-E-F-E pods.com. You'll find an ever-growing selection of shows, some of which are hosted by your favorite radio personalities, from popular English language shows to the hard-to-find Spanish language shows. Check out the newest episodes of Taylor's Table, The Haunting or Not podcast, and more. They can all be found at hefepods.com. That's J-E-F-E pods.com. And be sure to tell a friend or two or three. And we are back. I'm actually really excited about this conversation. I just think that relationships are something that people don't need to feel embarrassed about talking about to like people in their lives. Like, I feel like it's really important to also remember that you're not always going to like your spouse, right? You're not always going to like your best friend. You're not always going to like what people are doing. And that's okay. Like, can you, can you be okay with that? And then still love that person for who they are? I think that that is something that is so, so important, especially when you think about family members, okay? Because I know there's a lot of people out there who have deep, deep, deep family trauma. And obviously, if you are somebody who needs to cut somebody off, that's fine. Do that because that is what you needed for that relationship. And that's okay. You don't have to talk to that person anymore. You don't have to have them in your life. You don't have to think about them ever again unless you want to. And that is on your terms and that is on your court and whatever you decide. And I think it is so powerful because a lot of people feel like, oh, they're my family. I have to do this and I have to deal with that. But you don't, especially if you're an adult, like you really don't have to deal with that stuff anymore. And if you're a child or if you're a kid and you're somebody who's dealing with that kind of stuff, you will be able to work through that eventually. And I think that that's something that a lot of people really need to remember is that you don't have to be in relationships that you don't want to be in. So we're going to talk a little bit more about just how to make your relationship better. Okay. And like I said, this isn't just conversations about like your romantic relationships. This is platonic. This is family. This is everything. So being true to your word, right? Honoring your commitments and don't make promises that you can't keep and being very clear about your communication and your commitments, right? And what you can, what you can't do. I think it's really important in friendships to be like, hey, I wanna be there for you to vent, but I'm just not in a place right now mentally to handle that. And you should be able to say that to your friends without it being an issue. Making decisions carefully, okay? Thinking before committing and being organized so you can honor these commitments. And like I said, having the courage to say no. 
And then also being consistent with that. Okay. And just being very honest. It always goes back to the other one before that, right? Like communicating effectively. You've got to make sure you're doing that during all of this and to just help people. You know, if somebody is coming to you about stuff and you are constantly being there for them and then they're not reciprocating that, I like to call that the friendship bank. Now, I don't like to put any kind of, um, it's like a level of like my friendships, but I do take into consideration how much I'm there for other people versus how much they're there for me. And I think it is something that is really difficult is to remember like, Hey, if I'm putting more into this friendship than I'm receiving, then maybe I don't need to put any more into this. And I don't say that in the sense of like, you know, if your friend's going through a tough time, you know, you have to be mindful of that and you have to be, you know, compassionate towards that. But you also have to take into consideration what can you handle and what don't you want to handle? And is there a way where you can in this friendship, in this relationship, in a way that's not chaotic or, you know, stressful on, I mean, like I said, it's just being honest and talking to people and having these conversations, not ghosting people out of your life. And there's going to come situations where like the other person just doesn't want to hear it anymore. They can't understand. They can't see where you're coming from. And at that point, you just have to wash your hands of the situation and walk away. And I've had situations like that happen a numerous amount of times in my life as far as friendships go. And it's really sad to see, but it is something that at the end of the day taught me something. Like I learned, okay, this is what you do in this situation. And I was advocating for myself with, which as a chronic people pleaser is not easy at all, not even a little easy. So um, just making sure that you are communicating effectively and remembering in conversations, okay, in all relationships, you're going to have arguments and you're going to have disagreements. And can you still keep that honest communication even in a triggered state? So saying to your partner or relationship person or whichever, hey, this is really triggering for me right now. I'm really upset. I'm going to say something I regret. So I need to just walk away. I need to remove myself from the situation and we can come back to it when we're at a level head. And being able to say that, it's almost like a safe word, like being able to have that in your pocket of your toolbox in your relationships is so, so, so important because a lot of times in relationships, and I just mentioned this earlier in the podcast, a lot of it is projecting. Okay. So what is projecting? Psychological projecting projection is when you unconsciously avoid taking responsibility for certain feelings and thoughts by attributing them to someone else. So there's all kinds of different ways that you can project stuff on people. Right. Um, and it's really frustrating because the other person may not see it and you may not see it until afterwards. And then you can be like, Oh, that's why they got upset like that. And projecting is something that is very, very difficult. And that's why it always goes back to like my childhood. And I have to think about what my dad used to tell me, like, think about what you say before you say it, which obviously is such a huge part of my life now because I'm, I talk on the radio for a living, but like, seriously thinking about what you say before you say it, taking a breath, taking a pause. There's nothing here saying that you have to do something right this second right this minute. Now, if you are somebody that needs some time to process, you have to say that. Be like, okay, give me a moment to process this and then go through it. But like I said, projecting is something that a lot of people do. And it really happens because we're in complete denial of how we really feel to the extent that we dump it on others instead of acknowledging it. So being mindful of that, 
checking in with yourself. That's a big thing. Learning self-compassion, because sometimes when you find out that you're projecting on other people, you can go into this whole little spin about, you know, how you feel terrible about it and how you're a terrible person. And that's not what you need to do. You just need to have a little bit of compassion for yourself. Be like, okay, this is what I'm doing right now. I'm going to stop doing this and I'm going to redirect and I'm going to do something better. And like I said, these relationships in your life, they are important for a reason. And you want to keep making these relationships stronger throughout your entire life because we as a society need relationships. We need other people. We need to lean on these other people. And if you're having problems with that, talk to therapy or talk to therapist, talk to friends, talk to people who are also dealing with this because nine times out of 10, there's a lot of other people out there who are having the same struggles as you. And it's okay to struggle in relationships. It's okay for it to be hard. It's okay for it to be difficult. But I will say that you have to do the work. You have to take a moment and be like, okay, this is what this person means. This is what I want out of this relationship. So I'm going to continue to, you know, be compassionate towards them. I'm going to help them. And then later I'll tell them about this or, you know, hey, I want to make a more meaningful relationship with this person in my life. So I'm going to start by, you know, trying to have deeper conversations and try to build a little bit more trust and be committed to them and whatever they have going on in their lives and to put more of an effort in. Because we're not all going to be 100% all the time. But if you want these meaningful relationships, you do have to put in a little bit of effort. You do have to put in something. Or at least trying to. Because that's the other part is it's not always going to be reciprocated. And that's okay also. This is all part of the struggles with relationships and all part of life as being a human. So... I hope this podcast episode has really helped you just kind of shed a little bit of light on relationships and really taken off some of the pressure in relationships, right? Because sometimes we feel like we have to be a certain way and have to do a certain thing. And that's not always the case. So like I said, I hope that this episode has really helped you out. And this is something that I always love talking about relationships in general, how to make them better. So this is definitely something that we will cover in future episodes. Until next time, thanks for joining me at the table. Thanks for tuning in to Taylor's Table, a production of Boss Pods Network, a division of Glades Media Radio Group. We hope you'll join us during the next episode of Taylor's Table. Feel free to email Taylor at gladesmedia.com if you have any questions or recipes you'd like for us to share on the show.